Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, uh, we touched on it in the previous segment. I did want to dig more into this. Uh, What the signings, particularly of Nate Herbig, Mm -hmm. tells us about the Steelers and what they plan to do uh, in 2023. I think with, when you sign a big mauling, uh, you know, offensive guard like this, you're telling people, you're sending out, you might as well put it on neon signs. Hey, guys, we're going to run the football this year. Yeah, we want to be a bully. We want to be big and physical. <laughs> we want to be a bully. I mean, I think that's the writings on the wall. Um, it was a formula in the second half of last season. I often say that was the foundation, and you can you know expand on that. But that's a great foundation to go off of. Keep a strength of strength. Be that travels cool. no matter yeah. what. A, a a strong running game like that travels, and any young quarterback will appreciate it to no end. Um, so I think that's going to be the foundation of of the the offense without question. They they told us that last year. They reinforced it with this move. Put money where their mouth is, type of thing. Teams tell you things without ever saying it. But eventually, they're going to have to hand things to pick it. But it's a it's a give and take. It's a seesaw. I mean, it's you know, as as we hand you more, you know, you get more and more important, and he'll take it and go with it. But as you give him this foundation of this running game, and hopefully more one on one matchups for your receivers and play action and things of that nature, it travels and it's something you can lean on in a big way. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know. We- they signaled, um, you know, in 2010 when they when they brought in Marquise Pouncey, and then in 2012, you know, you added David DeCastro, mm-hmm. two guys who were premium athletes at the position. Right, right. First round picks. First yeah. round picks, guys that can get out and move and run. Well, I think this is this is showing that hey, we we're gonna we've got a big 240 pound running back, mm-hmm. and we're gonna run the ball straight downhill. Over and over. We're right. not worried about getting out on the edge and doing those things. Yeah, you can do those things, but we're going to come straight downhill at you. You got to stop it. So it leads me to the next question. Like, what do you see personnel wise as the next step offensively? Like, to me, yeah, if there's a free agent out there, maybe even Matt Filer, who knows? You know, that's a nice bargain. You could throw him in the mix. But I'm kind of betting O line wise, they're probably done until the draft. And you mentioned this off the air that you could still take 
John Michael Schmitz, if he falls farther than you think. I mean, if a center is just ridiculously good value, grab him. They probably still draft a tackle either way, somewhere in the first three rounds. And that might be about it on the O-line. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think if the value falls, I mean, yeah. you know, the offensive line coach, Pat Meyer, was at the Northwestern Pro Day on okay. Tuesday. Um, you know, so he's there. He, he, you don't send your offensive line coach to Northwestern to look at their at, at Adebowari. Right, of course. Right, right. <laughs> You're there looking at John at, 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 uh, at Peter Skaronsky. That's who he's there looking at. Just in case that guy happens to fall to you, you want right. to have you want to you know done your homework on him. Um, so you know if something like that falls into your lap and it's too good to be you know you think Pete Skaronsky is one of the top ten players in this draft, you take him. Mm-hmm. You know you're not gonna you're not gonna turn that down. But I don't know that you go out of your way. You know you're not gonna trade up to take an offensive tackle. No, I think it's a day two thing. Yeah, I think you just let that happen mm-hmm. and then develop that guy. Um, yeah, I mean, Somebody, and, yeah, to your lot. point, and we, you know, we texted back and forth about this when it happened on Tuesday night. Um, you know, a guy like Matt Filer would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, he's familiar. He's coming off a rough season, but he can play right tackle. He could play either guard for you. Uh, he's he's familiar. Play, he can he can play center. He's he plays some center. Right? You know, I mean, he'd um, be active on game day. I don't know if he'd be a starter. I mean, off his film last year, but you'd get him at a discount. I don't think you're drafting a guard, though. You know, I don't no, think I, I, yeah, a pure guard is no longer on the. Right. You know, you don't need to do that. You've got you've got three young guy. guards on your roster. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I think guard is off the table. You have, uh, I know James Daniels is entrenched at right guard, but he has a history of playing center. If Cole were to get hurt, maybe your best five would be Daniels at center. But I don't know where you mess with that. He's a really good right guard. Um, but I think drafting a center is possible, probably improbable though. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be the right guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just take a guy like Joe Tipman off their, off their uh, board. I don't know. I mean, um, you know, round, I mean, sometimes centers fall, but yeah, again, he's, so. he's, he can play center, but he can play guard. Mm-hmm. I think he could play right tackle if you really wanted them to. Yeah, uh, because he has that kind of. But again, that's one of those things that you don't have to go out of your way to do it. You don't. It's the beauty of what they've done. Right, like, right, right. So the only thing that they haven't, you know, they they probably still need, and we haven't talked yet. So they they bring back Larry Ogunjobi mm-hmm. on a three year deal. They bring back, as you mentioned before in the previous segment, Demonte KZ. Right. Um, again, they're 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 checking off a lot of the boxes here right now. Hundred percent in, in, in free agency. Right. So, I mean, you're starting 11 right now, call it a starting 12 because defense, you're going to rotate people is pretty set. You know, I mean, you don't have a big nickel package that you loved quite yet, but there's a lot of safety still out there, including the draft. I mean, I think they will add another safety. I think they'll add a corner in the draft. They're probably done at corner in free agency. I don't know what to think about the linebacker situation. I assume it'll be Holcomb, Jack, Robinson. If you still need to add there. And one more guy. You yeah. Know, agency or not. I guess Jack isn't guaranteed to be back, but, you know, could you turn Jack into David or Wagner or something like that? I guess you could. That seems improbable to me as well. Uh, I think you want to get a third edge guy. That's not, that's kind of small potatoes, though. And Ogunjobi's great, but... If Brisey's there at 32, I think you run the card up and maybe if 17, you know, again, you can definitely draft another. 
Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think they've left all their options open while also mm-hmm. filling the roster spots. Right. But you can right. always, you can always outdraft those guys. You can always outdraft those guys and they still would play, especially on defense. You're going to rotate dudes in anyway. You know, like what if you did draft a defensive tackle high and he turns out to be better than Ogan Joby immediately? Wow. We really hit on this guy. Great. I mean, Ogan Joby, instead of playing 60 snaps, plays 40. You know, or more importantly, Cam, instead of, you know, Cam Hayward, instead of playing 70 snaps a game, plays 55 snaps a game. Right. And in week 17, he's as tough as ever. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I mean, they have really set themselves up on both sides of the ball. I'd like to see him get a tight end at some point, maybe one more pass catcher in general. But the offense, besides, I think, a tackle, is close to being done. Defense needs some more work, but there's more resources to do it. Um, but they could line up and play right now on both sides of the ball for sure. And I don't think there's – they probably need to draft a corner, but I don't know if there's a position where if they don't get one in the first three picks, they screwed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go a lot of different ways based on what you've done now in free agency, just in the first wave. Mm-hmm. There's still going to be bargains available out there that you're going to be like, oh, we can yeah, sign that guy. And you and I haven't done one of our mocks, you know, since then. But because of these moves, I think you're a lot more apt to listen to trade down offers. You know, you're, you're less apt to move up for a guy, you know, like, uh, okay, yeah, we'd really like to take this player at 32. But there's five others we really like as well, and the Rams are calling and they're offering us a deal we can't refuse. Where if you had to take a corner there, or a tackle, or a linebacker, you know, what I mean, if, that you couldn't say yes to that deal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think you can you can open your board up a little bit. There's mm-hmm. no screaming need now, right? And other I, than you could you could look at maybe slot as a need. Because that's just that, that guy's just on the field 70% of the time. Right. So but, simply drafting another corner who simply plays outside, uh, you know, I don't know that you're, you're going to necessarily, you know, do that if he's just an outside corner. He better be able to play, at, le- at least be able to line up and play inside. And that's the beauty, you know, looking into the backgrounds, Matt, of, of, of a lot of these top cornerbacks in this year's draft. Outside of Joey Porter... I think the other four guys have all lined up at least some in the slot. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't say I'm down on Porter, but I don't know that he'd be a slam dunk for me at 17 like I did a couple weeks ago. Um, good player, don't get me wrong. The one thing I'm going to fight you on a little bit is, yeah, it seems like this class as a whole has some nickel-capable dudes. But it does seem like the strength are still the six-foot, long-armed, outside-the-numbers dudes. And I think you never turn your back on one of those. Because how long is Peterson going to be around? Is Wallace or Witherspoon a difference maker? You know, you could easily draft over their heads. And I think you can find a slot. And frankly, if you re-signed Edmonds, you might already have your slot. And his might his name might be Minka Fitzpatrick. True, uh, and I'm, I, I may have misspoke on when I when I said what I said before. I still think that yeah, you're not going to turn your nose up because looking yeah. at the contract situations for you know Wallace and Witherspoon are both have one year left on their deal. The point. James Pierre's has one year left on his deal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, you're going to have to continue to add to that position. But I think to me, like a nickel, uh, he's, he's either a nickel safety or a nickel corner. Right. Is a spot and that I you wonder, could. I wonder because the league's going this way so heavily. Now's a great opportunity to make your nickel a safety as opposed to a Hilton, a Sutton, a Millette. I wonder if that's what they would like to do. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, I would think so team. because, I mean, you know, teams are running the ball more than they did five years ago sure. because, because so many teams have gotten light yeah. up front. So I want my nickel better be able to tackle somebody. Right. But he also better be able to cover. As well as blitz and, you know, handle tight ends and all those type of things. Um, I think I know your answer, but I've never presented this question this way. So you're sitting there at 17 and Porter, who to me is just an outside guy and does some things really well. He's a bully at the line of scrimmage. He gets his hands on you, but he's not a great pedal guy. He's not a great zone dude. He hasn't taken the ball away greatly, but there's all kinds of upside there. And boy, his play demeanor would fit in here. And you're torn between him or your guy, or your guy Brian Branch. Uh. <laughs> like, now with Peterson in the mix and all these things we said about slot, I think I'm taking Branch over Porter, where two weeks ago I would have been the opposite. I think in this draft in particular, I'm with you because there are so many other there, – there's so many corners available. Mm-hmm. So, I, it's, you know, so I, I wait until the second round or the third round – and I go get, you know, I get Blue Kelly in the in the yeah, right, right, right. in the third round. Okay. Well, I addressed the position with a with a pretty good athlete, a pretty good prospect. I didn't ignore it. And he does have to play today. Right. But I in the meantime, I've got a guy who's going to be my slot and possibly my starting, you know, one of my starting safeties for the next five years. Right, right, right. And him and Minka and KZ are all interchangeable. They could all be deep middle. They could all be yeah. Deep- they could all be slot, you know. I mean, that's that to me is uh, really, really intriguing. Yeah, and at this point, you might be able to trade down five spots and get Branch after his combine. Who knows? You know. Yeah, it's it's all very interesting, and, and you know, again, we're two days into this, basically two and a half days into this, <laughs> right? It, stuff hadn't even become official yet until four o'clock today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And, you know, and, until they get their name, you know, they still got to pass physicals and all that stuff. So there's still things that could happen here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think there's the, everything that they've done thus far completely opens up the draft to the point where they don't, you know, people who are pigeonholing them in, are they got to do this or they got to do that, are mm-hmm. missing the boat. They're missing the boat. I mean, they're not seeing the whole puzzle. You know, you're just looking at individual pieces and, you know, as opposed to what it all looks like when you put it together. And I harp on this too much, but boy, I'd love to get one of these tight ends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think well, you again, now you could do that. Like, that's what I mean. You could get if that, that if it presented it itself a little extra. Yeah, if it presented itself, you could do it. Yeah, all this red paint. I'm gonna I'm gonna slap that on the barn, man. I mean, this draft is giving you a lot of tight end paint. I want to get one. Yeah, um, you know, even if, if and I hate to say it, but even if a wide receiver presented itself. Right. You could do it. <laughs> if Smith and Jig was there at 17. Yeah, Ooh. you could you could make that now you now you get the best slot in, in the in the draft. Right. You think Pickett would like that? You know, you think he'd <laughs> here to here for the next five years? You know what I mean? Like that's kind of what you're setting yourself up to do. You can make one of those luxury picks. 
Yeah, and it could be in the first round. It could be in the second, the third. It doesn't matter. Right. Because you've set yourself up to do that. And the other thing, I mean, like, even like when the third round rolls around and you're torn between two players at the same position and one of them looks like a single or a double and the other one looks like Dave Kingman, you might take Kingman now because, oh, well, we missed on this guy. He didn't, he struck out. But what if he hits? You know, like, we already got two people in place there. A linebacker, for, for example. We got Jack and Holcomb. We have some hopes for Robinson. It's the third round. We're torn between these two linebackers. One of them's pretty plug and play. A lot of snaps in college. The other one's a superb athlete. We don't know what he's going to become. He's a wild card. Maybe roll the dice where you wouldn't have if Holcomb was in the mix. You well, know I mean? for a perfect example of that is let, let's say Simpson from from Clemson falls to forty nine. Right. Well, he's a superior athlete. His upside's tremendous. Yeah, he just needs time to to learn the game a little bit right. better and get a little more nuanced. Uh, but if, if he hits, oh my God! Right, exactly. <laughs> a franchise changer, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so you you have that ability to do that mm-hmm. because of what you've done in free agency, mm-hmm. just by a couple little moves and how they all fit in, and you know the value of like an Ogan Joby is big. I mean, D-Tac yeah. getting paid immense amount of money the last couple of days. Well, I saw, I heard people complaining about that. Oh, it's too too much money for for Larry Ogan Joby. Oh, you got like, test. Have you, have, you, have you looked at what some of these other guys are getting? Right. That position. Cleveland paid Lake and Tomlinson, uh, or Dalvin Tomlinson, I should say. Yeah. Uh, you know, $15, $16 million a year. He's never had more than two and a half sacks in a season. Four years, $57 million. Zach yeah. Allen, three years, $45 million. I mean, guys are getting 15, 15 plus who are are – you know, three quarters of Cam Hayward, if that. Right. Tomlinson's contract's almost the same as Hayward's. Which is nuts. Which is nuts. And Cam signed <laughs> it a couple years ago, but I mean, come on now. But yeah, it's, it's just crazy. That that's just uh, the Browns the Browns is the Browns, Matt. <laughs> yeah, they, they overset them, so there's no doubt. They read they like to spend money, you know, good money after bad money and just throw it around and try to excite the fan base. I get it. Um, but doesn't mean it was a good move. No. Um, yeah, so I, I'm intrigued by what they've done. I'm intrigued to see what they're going to continue to do as this thing uh, continues forward. So uh, it, it's all very interesting, and it's obviously it's going to affect what they do in the draft, and we've talked a lot about how that could affect what they're going to do in the draft. Guess what, Matt? In the next segment, what? let's do a mock draft and okay. see how this thing falls now that we know – They've got these five guys signed. So last nugget before we sign off of here, and I just wanted to extend what I was saying. Across the league, I was a little shocked that wide receivers and corners didn't get paid. Didn't, didn't get overpaid for sure. Yeah. Didn't get paid like I thought they would, but that money went to D tackles. You know, I mean, th- th- that was the position that spiked. Well, it might speak to how teams feel a little bit about this draft and what they've and what they've drafted the last couple of years. We've seen a ton of receivers. Mm-hmm. get drafted the last couple of years. This draft is really deep at cornerback. So, you know, all, all things being equal, but it's not deep at defensive tackle. No, especially the first day or two. You yeah, know. you're not going to get a, a plug-and-play guy at defensive tackle, but you might get a plug-and-play cornerback. So, you yes. know, are you, are you going to take that chance and say, oh, we'll, we'll roll with a rookie here instead of spending a bunch of money on a on a veteran corner? Mm-hmm. And the league right now has, has a wealth of young 
stud defensive tackles, you know, that yeah. are coming up in the world too. You know, the Quinn and Williams and Wilkins and Lawrence and all these dudes. So it's a really interesting position that's gaining more and more importance. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you can subscribe to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find our podcasts or your podcasts. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish off the show right after this. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.